0: In Southeast AgNet's Ag in Review, for the week ending November 7th, we, of course, experienced another round of elections. And according to the Republican Ag Commissioners Committee, voters throughout the country returned six incumbents to office and opted to keep a Republican in one open seat that was up this year. That included three incumbents here in the southeast. Commissioner John McMillan in Alabama, Commissioner Adam Putnam in Florida, and Commissioner Gary Black in Georgia. But one Florida congressman, well known to agriculture, did not fare as well. Two term incumbent Steve Sutherland was ousted by Democratic challenger Gwen Graham, the daughter of former governor and U.S. Senator Bob Graham. And after the elections, we will be seeing some changes with the ag committees in Congress.
1: Most everyone talks about uh, Senator Pat Roberts uh, having won his reelection effort. uh is the most likely candidate. If he is the new chairman of the Ag Committee on the Senate side, would make him one of, you know, unique in the sense that uh, he's also chaired the House Agriculture Committee.
0: American Farm Bureau's Dale Moore.
1: We're also going to have new leadership in uh, the House Agriculture Committee as uh, Republicans put term limits in terms of the number of years that individuals can serve as chairman of the committee. And uh, so Chairman Frank Lucas... Stepping down after this Congress, uh, I'm sure he's going to remain on the committee. And the most often mentioned likely new chairman is Representative Conway from Texas.
0: But more expects we'll see limited agriculture legislative action in the post-election lame duck session. Also this week, USDA's Ag Marketing Service announced they are seeking input from the public to guide its development of a new industry-funded promotion, research, and information order for beef and beef products. The new order would be in addition to the existing Beef Checkoff Program, providing American beef producers with more resources for the marketing of their products and research to help strengthen the country's beef industry. Sack said beef industry representatives agree that this important program needs more resources, and USDA is stepping up at a critical juncture to help achieve the industry's goals. Beef industry leaders agree that the current fee of $1 per head of cattle per producer is too little. The $1 assessment has remained the same since 1985 when Congress first created the Beef Checkoff Program, and the amount can only be changed through congressional action. Additional resources could help increase demand for beef both domestically and internationally, thus benefiting cattle Producers and the domestic beef industry. Now, interested individuals and organizations are invited to provide their views concerning provisions that would be included in the new order. Details of the notice of inquiry will appear in the November 10th Federal Register, then comments may be submitted online until December 10th. To see the issues involved and learn more about it, and to make comments, go to our website at southeastagnet.com. In other news, cotton producers across the southeast are reminded that Cotton Incorporated's 2014 Crop Management Seminar will take place November 12th and 13th in Tifton, Georgia. Dr. Ed Barnes says one of their themes this year is sustainability.
2: Of course, from the environmental standpoint, but also from the economic standpoint, we know uh, cotton prices are not great right now, and so we believe there are a lot of people that can still be profitable with cotton but that's going to require real precise management of all their inputs. And along that lines, we'll be talking about water management. We'll be talking about nitrogen management. You know, if you have irrigation, that energy cost can be significant, and nitrogen prices are always fluctuating, so nitrogen is never cheap. And so we're going to be talking about, you know, how to make sure – you're getting the, the most bang for your buck on both of those
0: inputs. The 2014 Crop Management Seminar will be held November 12th and 13th at the University of Georgia Tifton Campus Conference Center in Tifton, Georgia. To register and learn more, just go to cottoninc.com. Now, Cindy Zimmerman had a story this week on how these are the best of times for agriculture. New Mexico State University economist and futurist Dr. Lowell Catlett has been looking into the crystal ball for agriculture for nearly 30 years and he's never seen a brighter future than he does today.
3: There's never been a better time to be in agriculture, not just from a profitability standpoint. We've just never had so many people in the world that want and have the opportunity to eat better, have more variety of foods, fresher, and at the same time, guess what? You know, what? Well, we, we, we can make some energy out of it. We can make some uh, industrial products. It's just never been a better time overall than right now. The world has never known so much wealth. We've gone up 20-fold in the last 20 years. So you got places in the world that never could even uh, have enough food to feed themselves now all of a sudden want a a more diverse diet they want more meat protein we got double meat protein production because of world wealth in the next 25 years
0: i'm cindy zimmerman southeast agnet and as we wrap up this week's podcast ever grinder looks at a recent court decision
2: maybe you heard about it maybe you didn't the federal court decision in georgia recently will help make our foods safer Three members of a peanut processing plant in Georgia were found guilty of selling tainted food products that caused a tremendous outbreak of salmonella. In fact, it caused nine deaths. Took eight weeks for the trial to be held and ended with a guilty verdict for the plant owner, a food broker, and the peanut quality control manager. You see, they shipped peanut butter products to food distributors knowing it was contaminated. The long trial had peanut growers and other processors embarrassed at the image it projected. Well, two of the three face long prison sentences, and the third will also pay. Now, you can feel safe, and our food industry and peanut farmers can again hold their heads high. That's Ag Review for today, Everett Griner, Southeast AgNet.
0: You can hear those reports and more from this past week on our website, southeastagnet.com. Randall Wiseman, Southeast AgNet.